Howdy, and welcome to The Lunch Table, a podcast where a biologist, an astrophysicist, and an oh-so-handsome narcissist get together every week to share current stories that we find in the news that just really tickle our fancy, or even sometimes make us a little angry. But it's all for the lols. Now, before we get started, I would like to throw out a little warning if you're easily offended or anything like that. I would love for you to still stay, listen to us, write your little hate notes. That really, that really perked me up. But if not, we understand. So on that note, let me introduce who's around the table tonight. First, my co-host, the master narrator himself, the man with the voice of gold. Matt, I'm nothing more than a tube of meat. Colson! I was surprised you didn't say throat of gold. Oh, well, <laughs> I like to keep that a secret. I don't want too many people blowing you up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, tube of meat, though, I do like that. Well, you're phallic-shaped. I got your tube of meat hanging right here. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Back to that stuff again. Uh, and that high-pitched voice you heard that sounds like he never went through... Uh, Puberty? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Never went through puberty. Drew, when you scratch my back, I purr like a walrus. Lots of nicer. My voice may not say I went through puberty, but my face definitely does. Oh, yeah, dude. Your chin screams it. Your, your, <laughs> face, your face says Wisconsin and Seattle had an angry love child. <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And the guy who's been introducing everyone in, the narcissist himself, the most handsome of the three. The host with the most. Feminine hair care products. Well, listen, I don't want to end up like this dude. I'm all bunch of guys like your untamed hair. Okay. I'm the guy who uses pantene. I'm still the author of my own destiny. <laughs> I, I still have hair and I shave it, therefore, I'm not bald. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Carl, I wear black because I love my carbs. Jones! Well, oh, dude, I'm just addicted to bread, man. Who isn't? I don't know, but let's get on with the show. On today's menu, a new take on spanking the monkey? Your stuff, your kid... Your problem. This isn't how you use turtle wax. And the hide-and-seek champion is... 525,600 minutes. We gotta stay on this goddamn boat. Is anything rare anymore? Great. Now we get to mess up another planet. All this today on the lunch table. Ooh, the lunch table. You know, spicy, yeah, my spicy, spicy. Oh, oh. So, uh, before we get on with the whole menu and get into our meal here, we like to always no, start no, no, off no, no, with no, no. a... You okay? Yeah. Okay. Just doing the nom. No, no, no. Yeah, like Pac-Man. Yeah. I feel like I need to insert a quarter in you now. <laughs> <laughs> but we like to start off with a little appetizer. And uh, 
usually, you know, we talk about our week if something interesting happened. Mm-hmm. But the interesting thing that happened this week is we've already tried to record this. Yeah. Yeah. But we fell flat on our face. Take two. Take two. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We crashed and burned, boys. <laughs> but you know what? We gave it I, a shot. I have the air report to prove it. <laughs> we printed out the blue screen and hung it on the wall. <laughs> we tried to go above and beyond for our listeners. To bring you guys content. And it, it, it doesn't hurt. want it. <laughs> it hurt. God doesn't want us succeeding. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> well, also, we also like to get in because Sparky serves food at a gas station where people can pick the way they want to make their meals. Yeah, it's your food, your way. Your food, your way. Kind of like, uh, what, what was that? Was that Burger King? Have it your yeah, way. Yeah, have it your way, Burger King. Have it your way. Although, you can... Dude, it's okay. Before before we go on, the other day I went to Burger King. I rolled up in there and I'm like, can I have 10 McNuggets? <laughs> and I'm like, wait, you don't need Mick. They're you, just nuggets. That's how you get shot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that reminds me of the time where we were going through the drive-thru and we were super, well, we had a sober <laughs> driver. Though the rest of us were super drunk. And Ike sticks his head out the window window and goes, Can I get a Mick Water? <laughs> yeah, can I get a Mick Water? <laughs> I miss Ike. Oh, oh that's funny. Uh, I remember when I went there and ordered like a hundred uh, chicken sandwiches. They were not happy. <laughs> hundred Rem- chicken sandwiches? Remember, yeah, I was at a... I was at a graduation party, and we were all up late, and everybody there then wanted some food, so someone told me to go to McDonald's, so I just ordered 100 I had 100 bucks, I ordered, a, like, $100 menu things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, Sparky. Yeah. What was the worst meal this week? Um, I didn't really have any weird weird meals this time, but I, I did have a, a pretty pretty weird customer, so... Uh, I'm in the process of making this this guy's meal, and I, I'm wrapping it up, I'm bagging it, I'm getting ready to hand it out, and this guy is like, hey, can you put some extra habanero sauce on my burger? And I, I told him, oh, that'd be an extra charge, you'd have to pay up at the register before I could give it to you. Right. And he, he looks at me like I'm stupid, like, you have to pay to put extra stuff on the burger? I'm sitting there like, yeah. Yeah, that's that's how it works. That is exactly how the service industry works, sir. (laughs) You're taking more of my things, are you not? (laughs) He he said, well, what if I put it on my order? Would I still have to pay? He's like, yeah, it'd be reflected in your your net total. Right. And he's trying to tell me, well, some other places give me stuff for free. And it's like, I'm sitting there trying to resist the urge to be like, well, then go to those other places then. Right, just... (laughs) We don't, we don't need your business that much, sir. <laughs> Thanks, You're sir. not being very nice, Kevin. <laughs> so, and the, the worst part is it's like a 45-cent upcharge to, for, for an extra sauce. But he's, he's just like, well, forget it. I don't want it then. <laughs> then. Then he goes up to the register to complain, and we, we ended up giving him a free cup of habanero sauce Dude, anyway. And that just enforces him to complain. Yeah. So now they're complaining about 40 cents. 
That, that's giving him. That's giving him a cookie to yeah. reinforce the behavior. Right. Actually, it's a cup of sauce. Here oh. you go. Yeah. Here's your cup of sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Spank the behind instead. Well, yeah. At least stand your ground. Be like, sir, it's forty cents. You can't get forty cents. Well, apparently what he wanted, we have a policy to, to just do it for free, but they, they said I was I was in the right to tell him that it's an Why upcharge. would it be an upcharge in the machine, but if I ask you free? I don't because, know. Because, like, I, f- yeah. know. I feel like that's going to cause a lawsuit later. Because I guess when it's added to the burger, it's just a, a little thing with the... The, the sauce oh, bottle you, just like they're sh- meaning if you get a side it, yeah if you get it yeah. on the side it's an upcharge i guess so, I see. so if i get like a two little hot dogs or whatever and then like you're working and i'm like i want a hamburger on the side <laughs> and you're like no sir that's complete <laughs> go up front and complain <laughs> sir, and they'll give me a hamburger sir i would like half your menu on the side please <laughs> what do you mean it's an upcharge <laughs> i deserve some wisconsin bites <laughs> <laughs> the mental anguish I've had to go through. <laughs> I can't sleep at night. I can't sleep at night without my Wisconsin pipes. This is emotional trauma, and I will not stand for it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, you ready to get on to the menu? Yeah, I'm ready to sling it. Oh, no, okay. I haven't had anything in my life that's typical. Oh, fine. What's going on in your life? Oh, uh, nothing much. Oh. Okay. Okay, yeah. thanks. CJ? Yeah. Since no, dude, no. It's, it's nice to be asked. Oh. <laughs> We're in a safe space. <laughs> I mean, other than the fact I have a apartment inspection coming up, and I still haven't done my taxes. What? Dude, get on it, man. It's, it's easy. Like two weeks ago. It's easy. You're going to get a late charge, dude. <laughs> The government will take more money from you. Are you proud of that? <laughs> yeah. No. You're willingly letting them. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to stop it. <laughs> I worked 59 hours this week. I didn't have time. That's... Barely had time to hang out with you degenerates. Oh, uh, okay. We'll see about that. I don't, I don't know, but... No, Sparky. I haven't had much going on in my week either. Yeah, I just wanted to ask. No, that's good. That's good. But I wouldn't be like true. I don't have to make a big scene about it. <laughs> <laughs> you asked me last take. Well, you know what? In last take, I was disappointed with your answer. <laughs> so I didn't ask this time. This, is, this, is, <laughs> this isn't take two. This is take 2.0. Right. I'm trying to improve on what we did. <laughs> well, that's why I'm not saying my end either. <sighs> no no dude i mean besides going out and buying halo lights and a bunch of other stuff so we could start recording for all our fans by the way hi hi which that's oh, what made me. us crash not was me. we were trying to record on drew, drew's computer drew too to and it just did yeah apparently his second screen's up <laughs> yeah well i don't think it's that i think it just had way too much memory going on yeah, just how much it recorded was ridiculous. But before we go on a long tangent, Drew has to miss going to work. Let's get let's kick off to the menu. <laughs> All right. Human cells grown in monkey embryos sparks ethical debate. Ew. Well, it feels wrong, doesn't it? Just saying that title feels dirty. I mean, if you take anything out of context, like... No. 
like my mother's underwear. That doesn't feel as dirty as this. <laughs> <laughs> so this was a uh, U.S. Chinese team of researchers. They injected human stem cells into Ew. macaque embryos. Again with the macaque. Macaque. What's up macaques. with these macaques in science? Macaques. I don't think it's... Do they just love killing macaques? I don't think it's specifically macaques. I, I think mean, it has to be, I feel like. Well, I, I think the thing is um, macaques are they're smaller, they're easier to work with. Instead of a giant chimpanzee or gorilla that you have to physically restrain. If macaques just so like they're that the, big. They're the bitch monkey. Yeah, they're the betas. <laughs> so, like, so like CJ's in my macaques instead of yours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Nailed it. <laughs> but seriously, come on. There's no other small monkey you could torture. They're just like, you know what? We pick macaques. And why <laughs> why torture li- any what other th- monkey? These are just so what are those monkey? little ones that are like the size of your thumb? A squirrel oh. monkey? Maybe. Uh, Tinkerbell? No. Take no. me monkey, I, I guess. I don't know. Uh, the developing embryos were studied for 20 days before they were destroyed. Uh, this isn't the first type of human-animal chimera that we've attempted. In the past, we've done human sheep Ew. and human pig. Ew! <laughs> man-bear pig. Man-bear pig. Man, oh my god, man-bear pig is about to be a thing. <laughs> um, potentially, this could address the critical shortage of transplant organs, as well as advancing biomedical research, but while the study did meet current ethical and legal guidelines, there's still a lot of outcry about uh, ethical ethical questions. Well, it, it, it is disgusting, in a way. In a way. It's, it's really creepy to think about. Like, this is something that when you're talking about, it just makes you kind of feel wrong. <laughs> and I, I mean, like, I get where they're coming from because this technology, uh, this technology could... We don't know where it could end up. It could it could stop a lot of diseases and viruses and everything like that. Yeah. But on the same hand, I feel like we're almost moving too quick. Well, like we're we're doing some stuff that maybe we shouldn't. Because what if we start making mutants and crazy like even man bear pigs? I mean, but seriously, like science is all about leaps and bounds. If you're if you're focused on this, then and the the ramifications of this, then you're just moving in baby steps. You're you're just creeping forward versus yeah. if you're looking at this and you're questioning this in connection to this, then suddenly you have this. Yeah, but doesn't that also leave room for like more error? Because now you might be connecting two things that are just coincidence and not actually true. I mean, there's and human error in, in anything. That, well, you're right, but in that discovery, you might kill everybody on Earth. I mean, that's a risk I'm willing to take. <laughs> No, you're Welcome not. You Jurassic want everyone to get Park. vaccinated so they won't die. Yeah, there, there's too many people. We need a new plague. Right. That's what I'm saying. It was here. We have trying, a plague currently. Yeah, and you're trying to get people vaccinated. <laughs> oh, somebody's talked about vaccines. He didn't I, was, I was quoting The Office. Thank you very much. Oh, no, you going, weren't. I was going for a joke. No, no, you weren't. We know you, Sparky, and that was true. <laughs> they they don't know, but you have that tattooed on your back. We know you do. I'll take you off. You Michael the shirt. scotted that hard. 
<laughs> it was good intentions, but you fucked it up. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. Well, when you're so deadpan, it's hard to tell when you're joking or being serious. Yeah, that's what comedy's all about. You, you can't tell if I'm joking or if I'm being serious. Well, that's also what serial killers are like. <laughs> <laughs> I have no emotions. I like the way cracked bones sound. <laughs> Actually, that's one of the things uh, they noted about Jeffrey Dahmer. Right, that's why I said it. And his dad <laughs> said, because his dad told the story, and he was like, I just thought he was a curious young lad. No, the, no, the, no man goes around snapping bones. No, the, the story was um, Jeffrey Dahmer and his dad were out, and they dug up like a, a dead animal, and it was just the bones. And his dad noted that he was very interested in the sounds the bones made when rattled together. He, he took unusual pleasure. pleasure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so. But, I mean, as. Uh, getting off the serial killer tangent. Getting off the serial killer tangent. <laughs> and back onto these macaques. Getting back on macaque. <laughs> <laughs> getting back on macaque. Macaque. Okay. <laughs> we, uh, like, it's, I don't know. But there's seriously, like, at some point we're going to hit a point in science where advancing too fast is really going to be bad. I right mean, now, we've been safe because we haven't been able, I don't know, to play God and change genetics and things like that. But now we can. Hmm. Now we can. And now I feel like we need to be a little more cautious before just making all these sheep and well, bear and pig people. That's why we have the ethical guidelines. I mean... Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean... and that, that's we We as America does. Yeah. Well, this was a, an international team, mm. U.S. Chinese. But I feel like, you know, oh, well, the Chinese. <laughs> well, that, that's kind of the point of this, this article. I mean, they're, they're calling for public debate and discourse because we know that testing on humans is unethical and it's wrong. Right. But if you're making human, non-human chimeras... At what point do they stop being non-human and they start being human? Because these embryos were terminated after 20 days, but if you let them develop, then what's the the hierarchy? Where do they fall in the animal kingdom? Well, and then you got to ask yourself, is it going to be like a pug? Because like, you ever look at a pug and go, we should have not have made that. We should not have made that. Is it not... <laughs> like barely breathing? <laughs> half alive, its eyes are half popped out. And it's like... Why did we create this? I mean, the, the should this have the right to live? The, the traditional classic pug is one thing, but the the newer variants, yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, even some of the no, <laughs> even like the bulldogs. If oh, you literally yeah. got like a dog where you have to clean its own skin because it could get an infection and die, should this really be created? <laughs> like turtles. Like turtles. Yeah, we we really did wolves dirty. Think. Oh, we did. <laughs> we should have stopped taking the beta after beta after beta. Every now and then, we should have thrown in a stud. <laughs> well, it, the same thing happened with uh, like golden doodles. They hurried up and quickly. I know they hurried up and quickly made them like a uh, not a mutt but a purebred, and now they're finding out like all these problems with them. Yeah, because I mean. This kind of seems common sense, but inbreeding does have some pretty negative consequences. Well, I think that's why they were so excited to try the breed poodles and, and retrievers together, because what's 
the most inbred dog? It probably has to be a retriever. Probably, Come on, yeah, that's like probably. the most popular dog. Probably, yeah. That or a lab. And labs suck. St. Bernard. St. Bernard, yeah. Not too many people, though, have them around here. A lot of people have uh, golden retrievers in their house. Yeah, we had a retriever and then a lab. A lab also, retriever. Also, German Shepherds are pretty big around here. Oh, yeah. It's a good, lot of farms. It's though, a good working so. dog. Yeah, I was going to say a lot of farms. So, uh, Dr. Anna Smajdor is a lecturer <laughs> and researcher Smajdor. in biomedical ethics at the University of East Anglia's Norwich Medical School. She says that this poses significant ethical and legal challenges. Uh, the scientists behind this research state that these chimeric embryos offer new opportunities because we are unable to conduct certain types of experiments in humans. But whether these embryos are human or not is open to question. Right, so basically they're taking these uh, stem cells mm -hmm. and putting them into the monkey, and is it fertilizing them or just growing something? Are they, like, actually making babies? So, Like, in theory, could a grown man impregnate a macaque? The thing about stem cells... <laughs> the thing about stem cells sorry, is they... <laughs> Stem cells can change into whatever they want. So right. it, it's not that the stem cells are impregnating the embryos. It's that they're they're just the, the stem cells are changing according to into monkey embryos. Well, that, that's kind of what's up for debate. Is it monkey? Is it human? Is it human monkey? So so monkey? it's just changing into an embryo. Like I'm I'm confused here because the stem cell is not a sperm, so it doesn't fertilize the no. egg. No, not it just sense. copies whatever that egg is so it, so basically sense. you're taking a human cell and seeing if it could turn into a monkey cell or become some kind of hybrid chimera monkey human cell a hunky a hunky Mo <laughs> monkey mo or human macaque a human macaque but basically yeah this is a hunkock there are infinite ways that you can work with stem cells you can make them grow on their own or you can implant them in a surrogate so that they can grow other oh, parts like yeah. like what they did with mice they they grew an ear a human ear on its back yeah because or mr garrison's penis <laughs> <laughs> they, they took they took those human stem cells and they they, they made them right. grow a certain way and then they put them in the mouse right they they attached it basically though it seems like when these cells are made they have no code whatsoever and whatever you put them by they basically absorb and do or however you program them is how they grow yeah but basically because we can grow human hearts i, I they were testing where they had stem cells in a little petri dish or whatever and they put a human heart cell in it and it started like literally growing a heart yeah exactly so. So some crazy stuff, but that's why we got to be careful because now we're talking about messing with genetic codes, and once you really mess that up, there ain't no going back. Uh, next thing you know, we have an I Am Legend situation. Jurassic Park? Yeah, something. Oh, well, dude. <laughs> yeah, we don't want no Rick and Morty situation where we got to find a second Earth or something, <laughs> go to a different universe because we messed this one up. <laughs> have you guys ever seen The Island? No. Mm-mm. No, uh, so it's got Ewan McGregor, and he is a clone. I guess the a company is making clones of really rich people, and they are harvesting them for organs oh, for dang. the really rich people. 
That yeah. sounds interesting. Spoiler uh, alert. Yeah, I'd give that a listen. Well, that's just oh, a yeah. plot. Dang. <laughs> that's just a plot, right? Oh, okay. Okay, spoiler alert. <laughs> he gave away the secret. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that, that's the thing. You can't clone people to basically be factories for spare parts. So we're experimenting with the idea that we can... I don't think it's fair to like determine a monkey should be just grown to have our spare parts. I mean, animal testing is kind of the basis, unfortunately, for a lot of research whether it's biomedical or mm-hmm. pharmaceutical um that's just how it goes well yeah I, but we started getting more diseases once we lived by animals also true you know that's so it it's, makes sense i think that's more the fault of agriculture though yeah I, well <laughs> yes and no i think i think we did get a lot more from animals because that's a lot more bacteria and viruses that they're affected by that we were around and it only takes a matter of time for it to freaking mutate just like bugs you know you use the same chemical over and over it'll be immune oh yeah i mean you gotta figure something when you grow your food in human or animal poop well actually you could do human poop it works well yeah Yeah, but you usually wash that stuff off before you eat it well well that's any poop no one just eats any poop yeah if you're just you know what i mean like I had someone argue one time because I, I was telling my family, like, oh, you could actually grow with human waste. And they're like, no, that's disgusting. No one would ever have human waste. They're like, do you remember what happened to Chi-Chi's? Everyone got sick because there was poop on the onions. And I was like, yeah, but even if that was horse poop, people would have still got sick. <laughs> like, the problem was they didn't wash the onions. <laughs> uh, Professor Julian Savulesco is Spinach? the director of the Oxford Urio Center for Practical Ethics and co-director of the Welcome Center for Ethics and Humanities at the University of Oxford. He says the, univer- the, the research opens Pandora's box to human, non-human chimeras. Uh, these embryos were destroyed at 20 days of development, but it is only a matter of time before- They just human, shot him. Before, this was a mistake. <laughs> Before human, non-human chimeras are successfully developed, perhaps as a source of organs for humans, that is one of the long-term goals of this research. Just mutates the monkey. Like I said, like a pug where you just gotta shoot it. I do. I see pugs and I feel like I gotta put them down. Does it say what kind of, uh, what human stem cells, like, what it came from? Human. Yeah. Yeah. Was it like a mummy, though? A mummy? Yeah, are we trying to, like, regrow, like, King Tut? Was it was it male or female? No. Male pattern balding? Yeah. Was anything? it ginger? Right, right. Actually, that's a good point. So, to see if there's any changes to the macaques later on in, the, like, in their kids. I mean, that's a good point to bring up. I mean, what are the Because they're still DNA right. and stem cells, correct? Yeah. I'd assume. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So they could change its code, too. I don't know. We'll keep an eye on it. We'll see how it goes. All I know is eventually we're all going <laughs> to cross the line we can't go back to. Once yeah. the genie's out of the bottle. Uh, Sarah Norcross oh, is the director of the Progress Educational Trust. And she says that while substantial advances are being made in embryo and stem cell research, which could bring equally substantial benefits... There is a clear need for public discussion and debate about the ethical and regulatory challenges raised. Yeah, understandable. So, I mean, it's a catch-22. I, I think 
I, I think it comes down to the needs of the many versus the needs of the few. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I mean, at the same point, that argument could be used for slavery. Yeah, that's true. So, how good of an <laughs> argument is it? <laughs> oh, we we do not condone slavery. We don't. BT dubs. But just like just like with our voting system, you can't always let the majority get their way. Because let's say 51% always gets their way. Well, that's still 49% of people who aren't getting their way, and that's going to create a war. Uh, so sometimes by not taking care of the needs of the few, you end up killing the many. Yeah. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. I mean, that, that kind of comes down to what I'm learning about uh, utilitarianism. Basically, the individual goals and happiness, or that of a group of people, is is what is considered morally good or ethically good. But at what point are those goods ethically right? Because there, there's a distinction between ethically good and ethically right. Just mm-hmm. because something is good subjectively doesn't mean that it's right. Mm-hmm. Like Batman. Right. Like uh, just because in your head means it's good doesn't mean that actually it's causing great decisions later on. Yeah, just because some something brings happiness or pleasure to right. one person doesn't mean that it's right. good for everybody For everybody. Else. It, wh- crazy how to think what's good for the goose <laughs> is not good for the gander. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> uh, well, what's the next story? Before we accidentally get on to, to something weird with all, all this DNA talk. Next up. Vaccine, 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 vaccine. <laughs> a dad slammed. After demanding babysitter pays for valuable, his child broke. Okay, the way that started, it sounded like someone <laughs> body slammed a dad. Like uh, a WWE wrestling move. <laughs> I was going for more sexual connotation. <laughs> but okay. Well, dude, I'm sorry. I grew up watching <laughs> Rey Mysterio, okay? I don't know what to tell you. A father is demanding that the 19-year-old babysitter he employs pays to replace his guitar... After his uh, child, his toddler daughter pulled it off the wall and damaged it. Okay, but how, well, how was it hung up on the wall? I, I don't I know. Say. Because if it's valuable, how 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 much did he say it was worth? So he he's asking for one thousand five hundred seventy-five pounds, which comes out to two thousand dollars. Two thousand two hundred U.S. dollars. So two thousand dollars for a guitar, dude. Let's <laughs> let me explain this the easiest way I can. I have four basses sitting over there. Basses are bigger than guitars, which means you have more material. They usually cost more. Uh, I think the one that cost me the most was five hundred dollars, dude. If that. So to be spending a thousand dollars on a guitar, that's got to, well two grand. That has to be one heck of a guitar, like a, a signature signed or something. So I can't see it just sitting there on the wall. Or he's just lying about how much it cost. Probably. You know. People be lying. Yeah, I feel like it's either that or he's lying because like if you have a two thousand dollar guitar, that's something you're gonna want to put all nice and oh dude, that snapped in half. I, th- I think that's just a stock photo. Oh, that's okay. just stock image. But yeah, stock image. Yeah, stock. But like, uh, I, you wouldn't just leave it on the wall to be pulled down, right? If it costs two grand, would you leave <laughs> something that costs two grand in front of a, a how old's a child, a toddler? So 
Uh, I'm assuming they they mention some kind of playpen area, so I'm assuming like at or around five years old. Right, to be able to play at a playpen. So why would you have a guitar hanging by the playpen that can be reached by a five-year-old to be pulled down with, with no security bar or anything? I mean, it also says that she climbed up on the sofa to get to it, but yeah, yeah your, but your point just, still stands. That's just a sofa. <laughs> it's not like she got a ladder out or something, you know? Uh, his, his justification is that she, the babysitter, knew the rules including what areas of the house his daughter was allowed in and was negligent by not watching her. He says, uh, the babysitter, I guess, had an emergency herself and had to be on the phone for 20 minutes. For some reason, she decided to take the call outside. Her rationale was it was private and didn't want our child to listen in. Yeah, I mean, what if, what if that bitch Linda likes to run her mouth? <laughs> You know, and you don't want your private stuff being spread around the neighborhood because, you know, that little five-year-old can't keep a secret. <laughs> I mean, I go outside for, for phone calls, <laughs> even, it's when, even if it's just my mommy. Yeah, well, dude, some stuff needs to be private, and you don't want your mom, like, talking about <laughs> your anal fissures over the phone with your friends listening. <laughs> this is embarrassing. Well, he actually went on to Reddit... To ask for advice. That's how you know you messed up. If you got to go to Reddit to try to get your moral victory. To to justify yourself. (laughs) Yeah, justify your actions. That's where you know you crossed the line. He asks, uh, am I the asshole here or is she? Her parents are telling us we're responsible. She's offering only to have babysat for free. Our friends are saying we're too harsh. She babysat for free? No, she's offering to babysit for free. Oh, to make up for it. To make up for it. Okay. But um, but it, it was her responsibility, right? Yes and no. Like, she needs to be watching the child. Yeah, but at the same time... Things you, happen. Yeah, shit happens. You yeah. can't... I don't have kids, I don't know, but what I do know is that you can't physically watch a child every minute of every day. No, and they're, they're little people. Yeah. And people, above anything, are rebellious. They hate and, being told what but, to do. I mean, whether... Sparky, I, have a qu- I have a question about, like, a thing that blends into you, one of your stories here yeah what would we do in this what would we do in this situation here when you were in your car accident while you were on the job oh yeah how did they deal with that um the insurance I, company does right? you mean when i broke my arm yeah so i i didn't hear about um what happened with the other party i don't know how that ended up but um i I wasn't charged for anything i don't think i don't think we were at fault because i was on a yellow light and she she t-boned me and she was pulling because she 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 hit me driver's side and she was going with enough force to push me across the street and up onto the sidewalk jeez (laughs) jeez so she was pulling how many newtons of force do you think that was i don't know nothing about fig newtons you know uh, before we get back to that story i was watching that true uh facts the other day that you showed me (laughs) on youtube and there's this one point where he was talking about this creature hit with like 2,000 Newtons. And he's like, that just shows how big of a bitch Newton was. 
<laughs> Here are true facts. <laughs> we'll go on with your car crash. So they hit you all the way up across the sidewalk. Here. Yeah. That, I mean, they had to be flying. Silver lining is... That, You're lucky. Yeah, that's the point that I was knocked out. So yeah. I went from, wow, I bet I can make that yellow light to why am I in the emergency room and why does my arm bend in the wrong places? <laughs> I, I literally had my arm up on the table and I, I like lifted it up and from here... Yeah, you can... Yeah, from, from here to here, it just went... And it was just like... Like part of me was saying that was like thinking okay this is wrong the other part of me was on drugs so it's like okay this is happening this is sweet (laughs) (laughs) the reason that i have you bring up that story is because if per se that would have been your fault just say that it was what would they have done would they have made you pay for the car would they have made you do this would they have made you no they probably would have just fired you yeah well the insurance covers they should do with this well the insurance covers yeah Which, First off, there should be insurance for a guitar that expensive. Right. But at that point, then you shouldn't make this lady pay for it. No. You should just not use her services again. Leave her a bad Yelp review. Right. Well, and plus she's 19. Come on, man. Yeah. You're, you're yeah, expecting this 19. Yeah, but she was 19... making 20 bucks an hour. Yeah, but for what, two hours? Yeah. Like three, so 60 bucks. But they've bucks. used her multiple times. Okay, so she 90% never has a problem. This one time your child gets away from her does one bad thing. Because she was negligent and on the phone. Well, the, the dad in this situation, he's refusing to, to bill her for the damages. He wants an entirely new guitar because he says altering it will severely impact its value. Well, also leaving it in places where a child can reach it will impact its value. <laughs> So I have a little more information about what happened with it. Uh, when it did fall, it did break a neck. Okay. Okay. And um, Those are the places he says, that break. Most he tension. says that one of two things can happen. Either they can replace the neck for the guitar, mm-hmm. and uh, that would just be... The mismatching neck and body is just a super bad thing. Yeah, but dude, you could easily get the same neck for it. The neck and the body are made at different times and drilled into each other. Um, the other thing that he was mentioning is that the neck repair itself would even be expensive. Yeah. But I mean, like, like if you would go, you could get, like, probably a different neck and attach it on somehow from another guitar. Yeah, but Frankie He guitar. says it affects, affects how it sounds. Eh, yes, yes and no, but, but I don't see him playing it if he was leaving it out. Especially if it's yeah. an older guitar and a newer neck, uh, then it would put strain on yes. it. Yes. Yes, and it would probably make the guitar sound better, to be honest. you get better tension on your strings. I mean, the way this is written, if it's mounted on the wall, I think it's just there to be looked at. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's playing this or has been playing this for Like, dude, even my time. guitar stands that are on the ground even come with, like, straps and stuff to strap them in so they don't even fall outwards. <laughs> didn't, didn't your dog knock over one of your guitars from the guitar stand sometime no regardless when we were younger our stuff hit the floor a lot all right i remember straps coming undone and slamming it happens yeah well and they're kids and that's it he the dude didn't kid proof his house something expensive finally broke and instead of learning the lesson he wants someone else to pay for like his negligence being a karen yeah i mean what's (laughs) like and what is she allowed to do 
Not you know, is she allowed to, like, <laughs> rip the child away? Who knows the scenario? She might have came in, told the child no, and that's all she's allowed to do. But I mean, parents have really weird requirements yeah. when it comes to their kids. Like, I remember I saw on Facebook there was a... Like, you can't give them candy out of an unmarked van. <laughs> weird. I saw this screenshot of a conversation between, I'm, I'm guessing, a mother and her, her babysitter for her kid. She was asking, um, so-and-so mentioned that you took some drugs while you were there and the guy said back you know, yeah that was my seizure medication and she comes back and says well I would appreciate it if you weren't taking drugs when you're around my child it's like what the hell yeah I'd like it better if you just seizured while watching my child <laughs> my child really enjoys it when you shake around like this shake baby syndrome <laughs> The vibrations are what puts her to sleep. Yeah. She likes to call you Mr. Shake and Bake. <laughs> <laughs> but um, people on Reddit are are split kind of in their responses. Yeah. Come on, Reddit. <laughs> uh, one person says, you're the asshole. Your kid could damage it while you're home and there's no babysitter too. What are you going to do? Right. Take it out of her future paychecks when she's old enough to start earning? Exactly. Childproof your house or accept the risks? Jeez. I mean, it's it's like if you put a hole in my wall, aren't there two options? Like you pay for, you pay to patch it up or my insurance takes care of it, right? <laughs> it's not, well, you owe me a whole new wall because now the insulation ain't going to be as good. <laughs> <laughs> Another person replied um, on the opposite end. Most likely explanation is the sitter didn't shut the gate when she left the room. The sitter is supposed to be supervising the child. So it's understandable. Like, who's at fault if your child's at daycare? They run and get a scratch. If the teacher looks away for 0.5 seconds and your kid runs headfirst into like the side of a desk, and I mean. But like we said, you can't watch a child every second of every minute of every hour. Every no, day. you got to childproof your house <laughs> to a point. Like you got to see the future. Um, but well, I think we can open this up. Maybe, we can. We and can bring back one of our segments. Uh, who's well, the biggest asshole here? Who has the best brown eye? Huh? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. So we, we can put this up on Twitter and see. Yeah, who, get the poll the going, running. It is currently up on Twitter uh, and waiting. Oh, waiting so, results. so we got that. We got that before we crashed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> before take two, we got that up. <laughs> so we know we crashed somewhere around here. <laughs> yeah. He said he only had like the first, what, three minutes? Uh, minute point one. Minute Ooh. Point, okay. Okay. Uh, well. So go vote, you know, let us know what you think. We'll get back to it on a further episode. But now that we have all this recording equipment too, we might even just make a, a little video in between, you know, just in case you guys can't wait. Yeah. So, but on that <laughs> note, what's, uh, what's, uh, what's next? What's next for dinner here? Huh? Next up, uh, just a little, little appetizer. Oh, a little appetizer. Yeah. Okay. Florida woman survives being hit by flying turtle by a koopa (laughs) (laughs) she survived the koopa this is when extreme mario kart goes wrong i mean dude (laughs) that's that's all me (laughs) 
I'm so, all about it. Actually, talking about this this story before you get way into it, Drew and I used to ride around acting like it was Mario Kart Double Dash <laughs> on the 64. Remember that, Drew? Yeah, my dad had a golf cart. Well, he used to drive it around in the backyard and throw basketballs and soccer balls, football. I oh. think it was golf ball. Oh, everything. At trees and stuff. I would pass by. I was the driver. <laughs> CJ would uh, get ready and look oh, yeah. I'd hold at on the, the back. We'd, yeah! Dude, it was the best. He would he would jerk the wheel, the back end would slide out, and I'm holding on for dear life, just feeling all the force. and like, ugh! <laughs> <laughs> right at the trees. And, you know, the best part is, guess how old we were, dude? Mm, I'm going to say 14. No, no. We're we're old enough to drive. Oh, okay. And I'm going to tell you much more than that because it gets embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> so a 71-year-old woman was driving with her daughter on Florida Interstate 95 when a turtle smashed through her windshield Whoa. and gashed her on the forehead. Whoa. So the thing like ricocheted? I'm, my guess is it was on the road, a yeah. uh, car probably in front of them just kind of like glanced it, hit it on the side, yeah. and it like flipped up and started spinning. And, and then, then like came through a windshield. Yeah. I like to think that they were like driving and like timed it perfect. So it did like a three wall bounce and took out the enemy ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like just in the games when you time it perfect, you're like, we're going around this corner. I'm about to throw this green shell. Do, 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 do. I mean, there, there's no charts here with the or at least, like, specific I, trajectory, but... At least the way I like to imagine it is at least hitting off the median, bouncing back <laughs> up, and knocking her out. <laughs> um, the daughter was driving. She pulled over and flagged down a motorist for help. Um, there is a turtle in there, a man can be overheard saying. A turtle? There's an, a turtle in an there! An actual turtle. <laughs> Watch out, turtles! <laughs> <laughs> Beware of turtle! <laughs> so, yeah, look at this. Dude, that, that <laughs> turtle made it halfway through the windshield. Maybe more, three quarters it, of it. It's like at least two thirds. Yeah. Uh, what I think happened, based on, on how he's kind of it's watching shoved the in windshield. There. Yeah, it looks like the driver had a random over and shot it out the back, kind of like, uh, like rocks. Well, to, to get the injuries they're describing, what I think happened is it hit the windshield. The daughter kind of freaked out and, like, slammed on the brakes, and her mom just, like, shot forward and gashed herself. Yeah, head, chose the head by a shell. Yeah, because, uh, like, otherwise, otherwise she'd have to be, like, like driving with her head <laughs> all the way up here, like, are we there yet? Dude, it's, it's, it's more like, I think you can get around them. I think you got room. <laughs> You don't know. You don't know how that lady was leaning. That's <laughs> true. She could have been just sleeping, just forward. Her forehead would have had to be like practically touching the windshield. For it don't to... judge how she sleeps. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was no serious injuries aside from a, a pretty deep gash, a little bit of blood. Um, the turtle Ooh. had superficial scratches to its carapace and was released to the nearby woods shortly after. So scratches to like its shell. To, yeah, to the shell. Yeah, that's what I said. Well, you said a fancy, dude. It's carapace. Yeah, you can't be adding those, those like, flavoring the words up like that. You can't be seasoning them. Okay, I'm white. You got to keep it bland. I, I like to imagine he, like, staggered back to his pond with all his turtle friends. And he's like, dude, 
you'll never fucking guess what happened to me. I saw Jesus, and I hit him in the face. <laughs> Jesus, I told him, I told him, I'm going back to the pond. I ain't ready yet, Jesus. Apparently, Jesus is an elderly Floridian woman. <laughs> they ride around in these metal machines with rubber. <laughs> I think, actually, I also think this, this might be... The, the turtles revenge oh koopa's revenge Koopa. i'm not <laughs> you ever play that game that's actually a really I good think game so. uh, they, you're not allowed to play it anymore what was that when we were young there was that site you would go to fla like flash games or something oh yeah it was on that which now is not a thing mm. kids will <laughs> never know about new grounds and stuff like that well mostly new grounds is used for like flash porn parodies oh now yeah. oh dang well that's what they turned into <laughs> Don't, don't ask me how I, I mean, there that. was always one or two games like that, you know. And it was fun when you were young, and you're like, let me figure this out and see some, you know, drawn circles <laughs> with other forget, circles which, on them. <laughs> I forget which article that I read about this particular uh, story, but they were saying that there's, like, a overpass bridge pretty close to it. Uh, and if the guy had to guess what happened, uh, the police officer, uh, somebody hit the turtle from the first part and shot it over the edge down to the bottom oh, geez. where this lady was driving. Oh, that's true, too. So it shot over the bridge. Boom. Yeah, and then laid it down. Mm, okay. That's a pretty that's a hell of a shot. Yeah, that's a heck, <laughs> I mean, That's a that dive said, bomb, dude. That's a dive bomb. That being said, you know, somebody, some bad kid probably could have thrown it off. Dude, that might be the new craze. Kids throwing turtles over bridges. I mean, people were throwing, like, trash and mattresses over Right, that's what I mean. Now it's going to be turtles. <laughs> I remember throwing snowballs. Dude, off well, frog gigging's already a thing, and that's just... It's poor turtles. Well, no, frog gigging is about frogs, but... I, I know. Dude, it's like, true. that hobby, to me, just... You're a serial killer if you kind of like it. Like, you stab frogs with a stick, and then if they're still alive, you beat them off a tree to eat their legs. Okay. That's frog gigging. <laughs> you go to his pond with a sharpened stick and you just stab frogs. I'm like, that's not a hobby. That's what frog murderers do. very delicious. It's like John Wayne Gacy in the making. Yeah. <laughs> well, frog legs are good, but jeez. Come on. Yeah, frog legs are pretty good. They're not worth it. You don't need to just massacre. We already make cows that are made for dying. They're programmed to die. <laughs> just eat them. Ugh. <laughs> uh, Dude, yeah. Well, the turtle had to. I'm happy that nothing happened to it, but its guts had to like slam all over the place. Maybe get a little turtle concussion. I mean, I can't imagine the force. Its brain's which... not very big, so it had to fly really hit against <laughs> the skull. I can't imagine the force in which it hit and goes through a windshield that's specifically designed for impact resistance. Yeah. I... <laughs> That just shows turtles are badass. They're dangerous. No, they're not badass. I bet he turtles. was cowering the entire way. Dude, that's what his shell's for. Defense. I mean, it's yeah. Th would, he's still a pussy. Would you would you tell Squirtle? Would you tell Squirtle that? Or Blastoise? Yeah. Oh, here's the yeah. Pokemon. Oh, jeez. Withdraw. Yeah. I withdraw. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <sighs> on that note, Sparko. Yeah. 
Are we done with our appetizers? Um, I think we can move on to some of the main course now. Ooh, a little bit of the main course. Yeah. Okay, well, what's our first taste? Well, um, you know, we, we started with a, a little serious. Then we got a little incredulous. Then, then a little silly. I think we can go superior, you know? Oh, so so now that we made fun of others, yeah, you want to you want to turn it up? Yeah, we we were here. Yeah, I think we can be here. So you're saying our heads aren't big enough? No, we, I think we need to feel like we're the smartest like people. Like air in the world. balloon level. Oh yeah, you know, little body, big big top there. I think it's time for everybody's favorite segment, uh-uh. the daily dose of dumb. Double D. You missed one. Yeah, no, triple D. <laughs> it's my favorite segment either way. No, double D favorite and triple D. Hey, hey, everybody likes double Ds. Right. No one's upset. No one's upset. Except your back. Your lower back. <laughs> A Italian <laughs> hospital employee is being accused of skipping work for 15 years. 15 years? <laughs> How is he? What? How did they not fire him? That dude is a master. Did, so did he like sneak in every day, like clock in and clock out and find like his own way home? Um, apparently he was a civil servant. He was assigned to a job in, uh, I'm probably going to butcher this, tra- this pronunciation. Um, he butchered it last time. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> At the uh, Chiasio Hospital. No, you got to really say it from the uh, diaphragm. Chiasio. <laughs> Chiasio. <laughs> he was assigned this position in 2005 and apparently just stopped showing up to work. And <laughs> no one noticed? No one noticed. <laughs> He's like, you know what? He's like, no one talks to me. He not not one soul in here has said hello. I bet I could just dip out of here. No one would notice. He's um, currently being investigated for fraud, extortion, and abuse of office. In his time not working, he accrued five hundred thirty-eight thousand euros, or. 464,000 pounds, which, what would you say that was, Drew? Uh, let me look at this up. I did the math wrong. Uh, it is $643,000. Jesus. <laughs> to so not work. over half a million. Over half a million. <laughs> over half a million dollars for doing nothing. Uh, six other managers at the hospital are also being investigated in connection with the alleged absenteeism. Jeez. Uh, apparently... So it's more like... It wasn't like he was coming in, clocking in, or whatever. This might actually be, like, fraud. Yeah. Where they just signed whatever Yahoo up and was like, Hey, we'll send you money. You get half of it, you send the other half to us or something. Yeah, this could have been a whole laundering operation. Maybe. What accountant? Dude, (laughs) that's the only way. Because no accountant would miss paying someone for 50... And if you did, they have to be the oldest accountant. Like, it's some grandma in there who still writes everything out on paper. <laughs> um, he's that also- or everyone just had him convinced. Like, they all they all would hear the name and just thought it was somebody else. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah Jim. Jim. Yeah, Jim. I, I know Jim. Oh, yeah, he's the one with the beard, right? No, 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 the, the, no the mullet. <laughs> uh, 
Um, he's also that's being, a guy down in radiation, right? <laughs> right. He's also being accused of threatening his previous manager in order to stop her from filing a disciplinary report. Um, that manager later retired. Well, did they tell him that it was wrong? Because like, if he's been missing out and keeps getting paid, and nowhere in the book does it say this is unacceptable. You are not allowed to be paid to not work. <laughs> right. I mean, I think he's in the clear. He should be able to keep his money. Um, it, that manager later retired, and apparently Oops. his ongoing absence was just never noticed. That's on them, dude. That's on <laughs> That's them. That's on them. I don't know what to tell them. 100% props to this guy for figuring out how to make a half million dollars. Although, I mean, year to year, I don't think that's a whole lot of money. No, no, but for It's like 33 nothing, grand a year. Dude, he could literally get another side job doing hardly anything and be fine. Yeah. Be fine. I, was say, I bet this dude has another job and he's making yeah. bank there, bank. too. Yeah, he, right. he's, he's double He's fisting. actually not showing up there, either. He, he's he's double-fisting he, the income. If he was skilled enough to work at a hospital, he was skilled enough to get another job. Dude, somewhere. I'm telling you, he should be a spy. I think I think he just has this like unique trick for not being noticed anywhere yeah. he goes. Some people just have that face. Yeah, I mean, yeah, me too. I forget like Sparky's me. here half the time. No, people notice me. It's, us- it's usually to be like, what the fuck? Look at that guy. Right. <laughs> why is he so phallic-shaped? Why, why is that potato looking at me? <laughs> Do you think he's bald or does he shave his head? Do the carpets match the drapes? <laughs> the burning bush. Well, do they? I mean, Do they, Sparky? Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. When I have them. <laughs> Depends on how lazy I'm feeling. Some, sometimes, sometimes I let it go. Yeah, because sometimes he has no drapes, nor carpet. <laughs> Am I going to the club later? Yeah, of course they do then. Okay, this euphemism's kind of around its course. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are lucky we don't have a video camera up. You can see his foliage coming through his shirt right there. Ooh. Yeah, that's my... That's my uh Yeah, they all see they all see yeah, the seventies chest hair, dude. Ladies love it. I mean it's ladies love the carpet. I can shave this, but that's a whole process. Yeah, and it's just gonna grow back and be itchy. I am it'd be weird doing this all day. (laughs) I am not waxing anything. Just just throwing that out there. I'm not waxing. That's an idea for a TikTok video. That is true. Jared gets his back waxed. We could you could always ask him how it feels. I, I am throwing this out there. There is no amount of money benefits or anything you can offer me to do a bikini wax at all any kind of wax i meant chest but well what what if what if we get a hundred thousand likes on this podcast okay we'll do it (laughs) (laughs) i'm not even giving him a choice i'm holding him down hold him down because you know you i got no hair I'm just naturally hairless. If, if this like video, naked mole rat. if this video gets 100 views on Anchor, then I will do a chest wax. Oh, oh, oh. I like that. We're shaking and we can on record it. it. We're shaking on it. It's recorded. It's recorded, and we'll record it, dude. I don't care if he says no. We're sneaking it. <laughs> Sleep it while I'm, while I'm sleeping. Right. Just wax me and just rip it. Dude, just as you. Oh, this is warm. <laughs> Somebody we'll might. take you to the Chinese massage house. Oh, man. Somebody might die at that point. Uh, so, let's get back to this DDD. <laughs> so, is he getting sued? Like, did he get sued or in the process of it? Is... Yeah, um, ongoing investigation. Nothing concrete yet. 
just this one guy and the literally the six a guy managers. So six managers. Yeah, the six the whole managers. six. All of them splitting that money would not be enough. Nah, I don't think. There's no way. I don't know if they're all involved because how are you all even making money off this transaction? I mean, you don't want it to be too much, but at the same time, yeah. But that's not even like hardly. <laughs> <laughs> You'd all get like five bucks. So you stole five bucks a week for for five fifteen years. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I mean, well, it's is that was that that this has been your daily dose of dumb. Here daily on the dose of dumb. That was nice. <laughs> that was real loud. <laughs> <laughs> daily dose of dumb. All right, on the next. I've never dish. seen that waveform before. <laughs> I like it. We're creating new, new, uh, it's like new I, forces. That's like Iron Man two when he discovered the new element. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. On the next dish, crew of Ever Given could be stuck on the big boat for years. Jesus. The big boat. The big boat. So, in, in case. For, for all of y'all Patrick stars out there living under the rock, um, the, the Ever Given is a giant cargo ship that got stuck in the Suez Canal and decimated the global economy. Um, it's right up there with the, the guy who ate the bat. <laughs> yep. That's the guy that ate the bat! Get him! Get him! Um, the, the Ever Given ship has been successfully dislodged somehow. <laughs> somehow uh, and that guy still loose. has yet to be paid. The guy who did all the overtime that with the excavator that tried to get him out hasn't been paid yet. Well, of course, who, who's going to pay him? Because trust me, get into this. We'll, we'll bring that up here a little bit later. Um, it's been in a holding, yeah, like a holding position in um, Great Bitter Lake in the middle of the Suez Canal for over a month. Um, the crew have been stuck on the ship, and they're going to be there until an agreement takes place, which right. could take years. And why could it take years, Sparky? Um, apparently, they're stuck in a legal battle between the Suez Canal Authority, which is uh, standing in for the Egyptian government, right. the owner of the Ever Given, which is a Japanese company. Um, I'm going to butcher this translation, too. Okay. Uh, the... Shoei Kisan Kaisha LTD. Okay. And the operators of the ship, a German German company called Bernhard Schultz. Okay, so how <laughs> many different countries are involved? So apparently a ship <laughs> sailing under a Panamanian flag owned by a Japanese company operated by a German company, <laughs> staffed by Indonesians, oh, God. stuck in Egypt, has no international guarantees or rights for its workers, not to end up in a kind of floating, solitary Jeez, confinement. Dude, that's five separate countries that are going to have to get together, sit there, and come to an agreement about money. Um, Good luck. They're stuck there forever. The, that ain't, this ain't ever going to happen. I Just let the crewmen go home. Well, apparently argue it's, over the boat. It's apparently not unusual for um, for crew members to be trapped oh, on boats. Oh, it's it's not unusual <laughs> to be loved by anyone. Sorry, <laughs> 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 
There, there's a, a story here of one sailor who has been trapped for the past two years on a ship in the same area. He's only allowed off the ship for two hours at a time to get food and water. Jeez. Oh, my God. So he's a prisoner. Yeah. Um, so somehow <laughs> we're okay with if boats get stuck to crewmen's are just prisoners. That's just something we're willing to live with. The, the SCA is demanding $916 million in damages. And this they're, is... They're, they're basically holding the ship and the crew hostage. Right, until they, they make all this money. Yeah. So, it just, it just seems wrong, dude. It does. Do they have to pay the crew while they're still there? Probably not. They're probably not uh, doing that. They, they might be given a stipend, but I don't think they're actually being paid. This is where this is where I wish the one time we had, like, a one-world government so somebody could just come in and be like, you're being an idiot. <laughs> okay, just let these people go back. There's just an international task force of bitch slappers who just yeah. walk around just like, no, you're being no. unreasonable. <laughs> right, quit being like, like, this is where we, like, I hate to say it, but we kind of need the superpower to be like, put them back. <laughs> Put that thing back where it came from, or so help me. Oh, so help me. So help me. So help me. So help me. Uh, yeah, Monster th- Inc. I love it. Uh, like we said, this this process, this agreement could be years in the making. It's basically an ongoing battle between international corporations, insurance, and government agencies. Oh, God. Good luck. Good luck. A bunch of bureaucrats have to argue. Good luck. God bless. That's what... That's, <laughs> dude, they literally get paid to argue, and... Yeah. Lawyers and bureaucrats. Good good luck. Oh, there's a special place in hell for them. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Lawyers or bureaucrats? Yes. Yes. <laughs> both. 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 Both is good. Both both is alright. Both. Both. Little road to El Dorado. <laughs> oh. So. So. After unlodging the boat. Yeah. What's next on the menu? Next up, kind of like unlaunching my bowels. <laughs> that has been the thing the dealers have done. That's been Japan. Japan is set to be the new main source of rare earths. Ooh. Uh, Japan. <laughs> this re- is where I lost. <laughs> yeah, this is where we crashed. <laughs> Japan recently found large, although that's kind of a, a misnomer, huge deposits of rare earth elements Uh, rare earth elements are a set of 17 metals that are vital to modern lifestyle and quote-unquote greener tech yeah so like lithium yeah like lithium like we use in um hybrid yeah batteries batteries. yeah you mean the things that we would uh used to have to drill for that they used to say was always really rare and hard to get Mm -hmm. and then now they just found a whole mountain full well it's like they did with diamonds it's not like they're rare. It's that they're only found in small concentrations, and extracting them is usually a difficult process because they blend in and they're they resemble other minerals. So it's hard to find them. It's hard to get them out. Right. So to do it, you might have to take out five other minerals. Yeah. yeah. Basically. But um, it, it's good for the environment. Not really. Right. <laughs> <laughs> China currently supplies over 90% of the world's supply of rare earth minerals. Hopefully um, this makes things go down in price. 
Yeah, uh, these new deposits could supply the world for hundreds of years. Hundreds? Hundreds. Jeez. Averting a very critical shortage crisis. Well, jeez. <laughs> That's like us about to run out of oil and like, oh man, we really need to find a different way than this, this, finding half a world full of oil. Let's go to Iraq, boys! <laughs> <laughs> this single deposit is over 16 tons, Ooh. which is five times the amount that's been mined since 1900. Jesus! <laughs> five times the amount. Hey, um, it's... stop all production. <laughs> I got it, boys. <laughs> I found I found a mother load. This is located about almost 2,000 kilometers off Minamitori Islands and encompasses... About 2,500 square kilometers. Jeez. That's a lot. <laughs> wow. Um, We're yeah. going to waste all this. We're going to do some dumb crap with all of this mineral because we're, we have so much of it. We're really you know, dumb. one of my good friends who's a dealer of Pokemon cards once said, <clears throat> when you got it like that, you smoke it like that. <laughs> Nothing's been more true. Uh, these rare earth metals have unique magnetic, luminescent, and electrochemical process properties. Sorry. Uh, these elements help so make... lighting. Yeah. These elements help make many technologies perform with reduced weight, reduced emissions, and energy consumption, or give them greater efficiency, performance, miniaturization, speed, durability, and thermal stability. It's the cheat codes we've been waiting for. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Spamming the B button. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> up, up, down, up, 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 left, 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 right. Uh, there, there's a giant. Maybe start. There's a giant list here. I'm not going to read those. No. You're not interested. No, in no. We'll post <laughs> the list hear, and whoever hear, wants to read it can read it. I ain't sitting here. I want to hear you do three of those and see if you can pronounce them right. Okay, let's see. Uh, Dysprosium. <laughs> Iterbium. <laughs> and Lutetium. Lutetium. <laughs> I like that one. Lutetium. Suck it. Well done. Well done. Yes, brother. Brother. Okay, hey, not brother, the rush brother. you sparky, but Drew does have to get going to work here. Yeah, he does. Uh, we're, we're not going to get too deep into this. No. So, so. is this the, the last story? Yep, this is dessert. The dessert. So, the Perseverance rover just made oxygen on Mars. Holy crap. Mm -hmm. So it, okay, did it add two hydrogens? No, I'll get into that. Okay. So the Perseverance has been parked on an overlook for the past two weeks to observe the Ingenuity helicopter. This past Tuesday, <laughs> yeah, it's a... Uh, that sounds like something I would name my brain trust. <laughs> the Ingenuity helicopter. <laughs> yeah, like my extraordinary friends that, excuse me. I gotta call my helicopter real quick. <laughs> I was thinking of like a new sex move, but okay. Oh, that yeah, or that. You've heard of the helicopter now, <laughs> the Ingenuity helicopter. <laughs> I don't know if I'm a, I'm experienced enough for that. <laughs> you, you need is that just a you move? Like, is that just a new move? Like a locker room move when you come out and you have the towel off? Because that's a helicopter. Yeah, it's a helicopter. So yeah, no woman involved. Yeah. So is this one like, like that? I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't really. 
quantify where my mind's going. Oh, okay. Where is it more like you put it in there, then you do that? I mean, if you, <laughs> you, you only you only spin half of it. You hold it in your hand. Like this? Yeah. Okay. Now I continue. Uh, this that past, was very important. This, this past Tuesday, April 20th, uh, Perseverance successfully converted carbon dioxide into oxygen, which was a first test of its Mars oxygen in situ resource utilis- utilization experiment. I knew I was going to mess that up. I don't even know what that means. Um, it, it's a acronym for MOXIE, basically. It's basic, basically, it's an on-site resource utilization experiment. Oh, okay. So... <laughs> Um, this first experiment produced 5.4 grams of oxygen in two hours, which is enough to sustain one person for 10 minutes. So, like, if I'm walking by this machine, could I walk on Mars with this machine by me and just breathe the oxygen it's given off? Potentially, yeah. Or if you have a big enough... So, are we, like, is it, it's like a mechanical tree. The, the ideal situation is to take what they did here... Upscale it, it, right? And yeah. then and then have tanks that you can use. Well, the, I was gonna say, I'm assuming Mars use. atmosphere can't hold in the oxygen. Um, yet it has a very thin atmosphere right now. Right. But if from we, the from the last time we were living on there, destroyed. <laughs> uh, yeah, snake people don't use that anymore. <laughs> if they you, only use natural oils. If you produce oxygen, then you create ozone, which creates atmosphere. Right. So, which also creates uh, aging and dying. Yeah. If you think about it, oxygen is a poison. It just takes like yeah. 70, 80 years to kill. Yeah. Them. Well, it's it's the Wolverine effect, <laughs> <laughs> the antimentium or or whatever it is. Um, Mars, the Martian atmosphere is currently ninety six percent carbon dioxide. Um, Trees would love it there. <laughs> the the Moxie is a toaster sized little appliance that. Wow. This little toaster yeah. is pumping out enough oxygen for 10 minutes a person. Uh, hope that brave little toaster. <laughs> Dude, great movie. We're, we're killing it with the movies today. Uh, hopefully, the Moxie could become bigger and more efficient. Um, they're supposed to be doing nine more experiments over the next two years, which is going to yield critical so, data. Yeah, I mean, if this goes right, pretty soon we'll be able to visit Mars for a weekend. Oh, yeah. That's what we're trying. That's... That's exactly what we're going to need when these mutant macaques take over everywhere. (laughs) Uh, Aside from creating breathable air, the Moxie could convert and store oxygen for rocket fuel. Whoa! The instrument separates carbon from the oxygen and emits carbon monoxide. So it could kill you, too. uh, Yeah, it can kill you. You flip the button the wrong way, everybody's dead. (laughs) Uh, the conversion requires 1,470 degrees Fahrenheit, Ooh. which, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, That's a lot. Where was it? Fair- and on Mars, <laughs> a cold planet to begin with. Yeah. Ooh, that's true, because it's further away from the sun than us. Ooh. Uh, how, did th- how did they get 1,470 degrees in a rover? I don't know. I'm not a physicist. It's a toaster. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> and it's brave. Typical toasters only go to like two or three hundred degrees. A typical toasters don't go to space, Drew. This is a space toaster. This is a space you toaster. You said it was a toaster. I said toaster sized. 
It's a no, no. You know how bad no, that would burn your boy toast. Right there is the one that said toaster. <laughs> uh, Jim Reuter is an associate administrator for NASA's Space Technology Mission Directorate. He says this is a critical first step at converting carbon dioxide to oxygen on Mars. Dang. Moxie has more work to do, but the results from this technology Moxie. demonstration are full of promise as we move towards our goal of one day seeing humans on Mars. Oxygen isn't just the stuff we breathe. Rocket propellant depends on oxygen, and future explorers will depend on producing propellant on Mars to make the trip home. Well, oxygen blows up. Yeah. No, yeah. That's it's part of the catalyst. That's why when people are on oxygen, you can't smoke. Yeah. They'll blow up. Which would be um, interesting to see one day. Just, just let them smoke. They, they burn yeah, well, <laughs> I say don't give them oxygen. <laughs> they wanted to smoke all them years, and you warned them, and there's a warning on the label. Dude, yeah. just have a hard time breathing. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> uh, right now, it's going to be a difficult and expensive process transporting oxygen to Mars, but... The MOXIE could eventually be a one-ton device that can supply all the oxygen. One tons. one ton. It weighs one ton. It could, eventually. Oh, okay. I thought that little toaster weighed one ton. I was like, <laughs> holy crap, how did we get it there? Uh, the MOXIE will likely generate 10 grams per hour, which is more than enough. More than enough to... Better than any enough. pesky tree. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why do we need trees? We Apparently not with this machine. No, no, we, we do need No, trees. it's going to be the Lorax is going to be <laughs> popping out here soon. Yeah, we, we don't need Danny DeVito back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so th this is a very positive first step for Martian exploration. Yeah, dude, we might actually be Martians. Yeah. Which is yeah. funny because what's the Martian Manhunter's name? Martian Manhunter. Nope, John Jones. John Jones, yeah. <laughs> I'm Carl Jones. I might be a Martian. That would explain a lot. It would. That'd be sweet. Dude, if I could, like, phase through things. I think if every man had the power to be invisible and phase through things at a young age, not good. Not good. <sighs> but on that note, we do got to get out of here because we messed up the first one. And yeah. Don't mean to rush the end of the thing here, but <laughs> I also need to use the restroom. So. Yeah, me too. It's been a so, while. Drew's made us redo. Monster is me. So, Sparky, want to yep. plug our crap? Absolutely. The lunch table. <laughs> <laughs> that was dirty and you knew it. <laughs> the lunch table is available on Facebook. Our group is The Lunch Table. Our page is The Lunch Table, one word, at PBJ. We're also on Twitter at PA Lunch Table and Instagram and TikTok at Reynolds Lunch Table. Uh, we work pretty hard, usually, to bring you to bring you guys new content, but we, we do depend on your viewership. So if if you uh, see some stories that you like and you think we'd be, we'd be interested in, go, right. go ahead and send it to us uh, right. on Twitter, Facebook, or our email is ReynoldsLunchTable at gmail.com. In the meantime, share us with your friends. Yeah, spread us. Spread us like uh, inbred dogs. <laughs> uh, spread us like peanut butter on the a Spanish piece glue. of toast. Uh, we, we do appreciate your patronage, and we're, we're, we're getting there. Yeah, we're, we're trying. We're getting there. Okay. I, I think this is going to take off. I hope so. <laughs> but on that note, 
Thanks for stopping. It's never that much fun here. Like, scratch, and share, all that. Yeah. All that fun crap. <laughs> <laughs> See ya.